I want to welcome everyone to our first shir on Pirkei Avos with the Perish, with the commentary of Rabbeinu Yonah. So just to, first of all, the Perish of the Rabbeinu Yonah is perhaps one of the most pivotal, important, and informative commentaries in the entirety of Pirkei Avos, which of course is a body, is, is a Mesechta Mishnayis that has a voluminous amount of commentaries on it. But the Rabbeinu Yonah, as we're going to see, provides a beautiful, unique, and uplifting insight into really every Mishnah and every line in every Mishnah, every concept in every Mishnah, because Rabbi Yonah writes much on each of the Mishnayos, we're not going to be going through all of the Rabbi Yonahs. Instead, we're going to be focusing on a couple of select ones in each Mishnah. So we begin now with Parak Aleph Mishnah Aleph, chapter 1, Mishnah 1. Moshe Kibal Torah Misinai. Actually, very apropos that we are beginning this now. In Meretz Hashem, right before Shavuos. So the Mishnah says, Moshe Rabbeinu received the Torah from Har Sinai. Umasru the Yoshua, he conveyed it to Yoshua. The Yoshua lezikinim, Yoshua conveyed it to the elders. Uzikinim lenevim, the elders to the prophets. Unevim masru la And the prophets conf- literally transferred it transmitted it to the men of the Great Assembly. Anshei Knesset Hagidola was the dominant rabbinic body in, during the times of the first base HaMikdash, between the first and second base HaMikdash, the Anshei Knesset Hagidola responsible for such things as the institution of Shemona Esrei. Heim Amr Shloshadvarim. So first of all, just to focus over here for just a moment, what's the message in this first part of the Mishnah? So of course what the Mishnah is establishing for us is the concept of Mesorah, the concept of an unbroken chain. The that we have in front of us today, the same Torah that you and I learn each and every day, where does it come from? And the answer is, it comes from HaKadosh Baruch it comes from the Riban HaShalolam, and it was handed down to Moshe Rabbeinu Har Sinai, and the Shalshalis, the chain of transmission, is exactly as you see it in our Mishnah. The Rabbeinu Yonah writes, he says, Nimtseis Omer, Kol HaMitzos Shenitnu LeMoshe B'Sinai B'Ferosh Nitnu. What the Mishnah is also got me to teach us is that, what did Moshe, this in general is an interesting topic of discussion, what exactly did Moshe Rabbeinu receive on Har Sinai? What did he receive? The Rabbeinu Yonah writes, Moshe Rabbeinu received everything. He received the entire Torah. So what we call the, the written law. So that's Chamishi Chumshi Torah. Ultimately, again, he received, that's called Tarsh That's called the written law. And then, of course, he received the Perish. Remember, again, Tarsh you could open up a Chumash, for example. The Torah says, the Torah says that if you blind someone, right, the Torah says, ayin tachas ayin, an eye for an eye. So when you read that in the Torah, you assume, what is it referring to? Literally, you blind someone, chas v'shalom, you're blinded as well. The perpetrator is blinded as well. So that's, that's Torah Shebech But of course, Torah Shebech requires, a, like a decoder, requires an explanation, a perish. That perish is called Torah Shebaal what we call the oral tradition, which has now become the full body of Mishnayis, of Gemara, of Halacha. So what the Rabbi Yonah says is when, it, when, the, when the Mishnah says, Moshe Kibo Torah Misinai, Moshe received Torah, what does Torah refer to? Torah is Torah Shebechsav and Torah Shebapeh. It's the five books of the Chumash and it's all of the subsequent commentary which helps to elucidate and allow us to understand the very precepts given to us by HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And it's something really incredible to think about. In fact, the Gemara says that any Chiddush, any novel idea which, which some rabbinic identity rabbinic authority would come up with in a latter generation, Moshe Rabbeinu was already given at Har Sinai. So it's just important to understand that Moshe Rabbeinu was given the totality of Torah at Har Sinai, 
and ultimately again passed it down through this unbroken chain. Of course, as we know, what ha- ends up happening kind of over time is that sometimes there could be a little bit of a dispute about what the nature of the transmission was. So that's where we get into Machlog Kisim and the Gemara. But just to understand that Moshe Rabbeinu received a complete and comprehensive body of Torah, both Torah Shebech the written law, and Torah Shabbat had the verbal tradition. So the Mishnah continues. The Anshikin has a goal, the men of the great assembly, they said three things. Now the truth is, they said many more than three things. But the idea is, they remember, Pirkei Avos will find this often. Pirkei Avos is like a compilation of, of the most important statements of Chazal. Um, not the most important exclusion of anything else, but things that are considered to be pivotal precepts within our religion. So the men of the great assembly, the Anshikin has a goal, said three things. Number one, have a bedin, be deliberate in judgment. The create or, or create many students. Torah and make a protective fence for Torah. So we're just going to focus on the first of these three. The Rabbeinu Yonah writes something very beautiful. He says, "What does it mean? Have a but didn't be deliberate in judgment." So listen to the beautiful words of the Rabbeinu Yonah. He writes, "La morim amru." Who is this talking to? Right, who are the men of the Great Assembly talking to? So the Pashto says, I mean, you know, they were talking to judges, adjudicators of law, and telling the adjudicators of law, Sometimes, so again, Rabbi Yon understands is talking to the judge. So what happens? Your judge is sitting in your courtroom, a case comes before you, and sometimes there's like a reflex, a reflex, like to jump to a decision. Oh, I know this, that law is like this, right? Mutter, or Asr, or guilty, or innocent. So the Mishnah is saying, pump the brakes. Bam Tanikidola, slow down, slow down. Bi'yon Hadak, really look into things with incredible insight and try to really understand. Levalyitu Bishikol Hadas, in order that a person shouldn't make a mistake in rendering their opinion. Why? Kia Adam Hamemar Lahoros Nikra a person who rushes to judgment, is called a sinner. It's called the sinner of Poshea. Even though, again, the person did not mean to pervert justice and did not mean to say something untrue. But, but if you know that you're rushing to judgment and you did not give it the proper time, you can't say an accidental, you know, an accidentally, or I should say a wrong verdict is an accident. It's not an accident. You chose to rush. You chose not to take your time. Sometimes when you rush to judgment, ultimately, again, you fail to grasp the totality of the situation. Because people rush to judgment and make mistakes all of the time. So again, according to the Rabbi Yara, this is really incredible on a most basic level. Telling the judges, when the case comes before you, even if you think you recognize it. Ah, I know this halacha. I saw a case like this before. And so again, the reflexive reaction is, okay, I got this. Let's, let's move on to something else. You know, us or mut or whatever else. Have misunim bedin. Pump the brakes. Pump the brakes. Analyze. Be insightful. Try to gain, you know, a comprehensive, like 360 panoramic understanding. But of course, we know that we could use the rabbin, words of the rabbin Uyono, not just to teach us about how to adjudicate cases, you know, in a legal courtroom, but also how to adjudicate cases in the courtroom of life. That all too often we are faced with situations, whether they're interpersonal interactions or other types of life situations, and we rush to judgment.
We rush to judgment. Sometimes we rush to judgment about the other. Someone does something, someone says something, it rubs me the wrong way, so I condemn and I rush to judgment. Sometimes I rush to judgment about HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Something happens in life and I say, this is terrible, this is horrible, and I'm ready to indict God for, from, for, you know, for, the, for the misdeed that He's committed. So the Rabbeinu Yonah tells us, the Mishnah is telling us, have him before you pass judgment. Be deliberate. Be de- what, what does it mean to be deliberate? Number one, be deliberate means slow down. Slow down. You don't have to reach the verdict immediately. Number two, investigate. Number three, try to see things from different vantage points. Number four, try to get a panoramic 360 view of the situation. And if we apply this in our lives, how much better our relationships would be, both with our fellow Jew or our fellow person and with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Because often the result or the decision or the psak that we end off with after taking our time to arrive at it is very often different than the snap judgment that we often engage in. Have a Madin, good advice for the judge in his courtroom and good, avi- good advice for all of us in life as well. Shkayach everyone, so excited to start. Pirkei Avos everyone and have a wonderful day.